Hey, everybody. Welcome to Torchlight Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford. <laughs> All right, that one was obnoxious. Hey, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to Torchlight Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford, and I am your executive operations advisor today. Yes, welcome back to the Torchlit Tavern, where we've got our books open and we're ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons. It's nice to see you all once again. And as I turn to my narrative left... It is the advisor to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a request. Oh? I have a request that, as you introduce your character, Uh you tell us something about Dylan that we don't know. (sighs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I get to make shit up. Oh, oh, my boy! I'm first! Uh, (laughs) And he, by the way, listeners, he didn't warn us about this ahead of time. This is new. Uh, I'm the advisor to executive operations, but that is something you already knew. Uh, it is in my business card. Uh, probably a fairly accurate job title for you. <laughs> uh, before Dylan wanted to be, uh, an artist and took up painting, he actually tried to be a writer and found that he is not good at writing. At all. That, and it really fucked him up when he was in school. Didn't you it, argue with Bruce that you could write a thing better than he could? No, I could forge. <laughs> I could forge a contract like a fucking champion. Oh, okay. So, I, I'm not good creative. <laughs> no creative. No creative content. Got you it. You want me to create a story? <laughs> All right. Give us something about yourself, Ryan. Hey, gang. It's Ryan, and I play Roy, the rogue warlock. And whereas Ryan. Is extremely picky about his food. Roy will eat anything because poor. Hmm. What, you, you think that's some sort of special trait? Sorry, Sabobos, I guess? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is Sabobos, played by Strana. Once again, you're a half-orc paladin. And uh, since we have to share things, I'm not quite sure that the priests have read the good book of Newman lately. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. Give me two. You're new. Yeah, mine was I'm a fact. And yours was just... It's an opinion. Yeah. Oh, the fact is, is he has an opinion on that. Uh, That's exactly. a weird thing to have as a devout follower. It's true. Yes. Uh, uh, other than that, the children are nice when you train them. They Once again, that's an opinion. I want a fact about Sabobos. <laughs> Give me something. The people need to know. They won't let me ride the horses. There was an incident. Sabobos' so favorite game was hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave it. There, there was an incident with the horses. That's all you get. There was an incident with horses. Oof. We'll come back to that. All right. <laughs> that seems like a lot to unpack. It does. No, that, uh, that would be me. Uh, are we giving facts about ourselves or about, about other people? A fact about Bruce. Oh, okay, okay. Hi, I'm Mitch. I play Bruce, our Goliath fighter with PTSD. That is a fucking fun one, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of knew playing, that, though. I feel like. Oh no, fast no, 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 This is like five weeks in hell, PTSD, my boy. Not just his daughter was run over by a vehicle in front of him, and he held her as she bled out because he couldn't save her mm. because he didn't have first aid training at the time. Moving on. Which is why he's committed his life to protecting others and doing what he can to make sure that nobody goes through that kind of hell again. Woof. Once again, welcome back to Torch the Tavern, where we keep it lighthearted around here. <laughs> and to Mitch's left. <laughs> and to Mitch's, that fact wasn't as fun as it should have been. <laughs> is Jeff, who once again is joining you as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. <laughs> Wait, were we supposed to do fun facts or just facts? <laughs> no. Hang on, I got one. Uh, Bruce was once relieved of duty from the Mages Academy for two weeks because when he was called in for a failed summoning, he thought it would be funny to grab the electric eel that was summoned by the tail and run around swinging it at drunk students. Wait, no, he was drunk swinging it at students. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Bruce was fun to hang out back in his college days. <laughs> Bruce was quite a partier. What was this guy? Um, a young man, a much younger man, a much younger Goliath. A young, happy man. Yep. Uh, and the fun fact about Mr. Grimm is that prior to being a gentleman, he was often referred to as uh, a being with much less decorum. Let's just say he was uh, a little bit more of uh, what you might call an animal than a gentleman. 
I feel like you really pigeonholed Jeff when he said a fun fact about Grimm. Uh, Grimm doesn't right. do fucking fun. Yeah, when uh, he said when he said before he was known as the gentleman Mr. Grimm, I really wanted him to say he was known as Mr. Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> Just Mr. Grimm. And Ryan wins fun fact. <laughs> yes. Uh it was actually, he was known as Thaddeus Atrocitus Grimm, but... Atrocitus? Oh, that's news to the DM. We've decided to name is Atrocitus. All right. Shit, Bruce so, doesn't have either of those. Uh, I have two questions. One, is our audio on the right thing? Yes. Yes, we and fucked up the two, Are you sure? Do we have any tavern keeping today? Oh, well, let me tell you right now, we're going to hit you real quick with a little tavern keeping. We're going to learn the lesson that uh, Mitch had taught us once before, and we're going to tell you that if you want to find us, you can find us goddamn anywhere, and the easiest way to do that, you just throw you just throw that old torchlit tavern into the Google. You know what that's going to give us? That's going to give us right now, it's going to give us the Facebook, it's going to give us the, the, the Twitter, it's going to give us the hashtag, and let me tell you what all those things are. Hit them with what, the, what all of those things are for me one time, Ryan, one time. It's facebook.com slash Torchlit Tavern. It is also at Torchlit Tavern on Twitter. And the hashtag is Torchlit Tavern. And in case you really want to come support us, and God, we would love it if you did, go ahead and hit us at the Patreon. What's the Patreon? Patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. And just to wrap this up, up all in a nice little boat, we got a website. What's the website? Torchlittavern.com. And if at any and hopefully at every given interval, we would love it if you would rate and review us on just literally everything. Just just do it. Just just tell us how great we think we are. Because that's that's what we need. Yeah, we really need you to balance that out. We, we need it. Just a little. Just a little. So now that all the tables are sparkly and the, the now doors Now that we're done mopping smell, those doors. <laughs> now that the doors, doors smell lightly of alcohol. Let's... First, right into man, this. man, we need a new tavern keeper. Dear God, you're supposed to mop the, <clears throat> the wood with oil, not alcohol. Wop you're not wood? supposed to mop the door. You're supposed to mop the floor. Welcome to the Torchlet Tavern, where the mirrors are so shiny I can't even see myself. <laughs> That's because you used grease. It's because I'm a fucking vampire. Don't you disable me like that. Oh, no, that's it's because all the mirrors were windows, <laughs> and it took a while to learn that. <laughs> also, don't ask why there's a giant window in the bathroom, or where it looks out to. Man, the Torchwood Tavern needs some renovations. We are oh, a 5th edition real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I like to try to focus on storytelling and character building, because these guys really need their characters built from the ground up. From scratch. Hip bones connect to the knee bone. Not at Bruce's age. The hip bones connect to the knee bone? Can sure. we talk about how your skeleton doesn't look right and we have not pictured this correctly? Dude, uh, that's if- a disorder. I heard about it yesterday. Fun so- fact? Yeah, yeah. The fun fact for Mitch. Oh, there's actually a disorder I can't recall the name of. I'm sure you can find it on the internet. Where you don't have thighs. So, cool. technically, technically, the hip bone could either be justified as the pelvis or the femur, and if you were to justify it as the femur, it is in fact connected to the knee bone. Hmm. It is in fact not connected to any other bone. Random fact, there's actually a buffer of gelatinous tissue-filled sockets, or uh, gelatinous tissue-filled packets around the bones that act as dampening when you walk so your bones don't grind upon each other. That's why as you get older, your bones start to grind because you wear that packet down and you lose the elasticity and the uh, plasmoid tissue structure. Mitch, one yeah. fact per episode. We can't give this shit out for free. Well, I got like a year and a half to catch up with, man. Fuck. We're, we're trying to hook them for years to come. Don't, don't, don't do this. Welcome back, Mitch. Speaking of gelatinous-filled sacks, we're going to open the story with... Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> gelatinous-filled sack that he is. Uh, Dylan, we we, uh, we we find you the next day after the summoning. You are having lunch. And by lunch, I mean, like, it's 9 p.m. Uh, night shift's going to begin soon. Uh, you guys are having a meal together. It's you, Dottie, Linda, Block, and... Uh, Let's say generic. And your guards, pussy. Nah, he's on duty. Nope, no guards. Uh, on duty, no palace guards. Yeah, no palace guards with you. You guys are actually having a really nice lunch joking around. Because, Except generic, since generic is a palace. Because something we don't see is there's a group of people who have learned to respect and appreciate Dylan's work. 
Yeah, we never, for some reason, the DM never gives them it, screen well, time. we're not spending a lot of time in the watch. <laughs> Nobody else is there, but... If you don't do be, a senior A whale hockey round the table right now, I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> but I have to do three of them. <laughs> that, the yeah. fuck even is that? And you have to yell out their name first before they fucking, the other one starts talking. <laughs> Fisky. <laughs> Boom town. No. Block. Block, how's that sandwich? I love D&D more than I love my wife. <laughs> That's why you're single now. Yo, Dylan, thank you for the meal, man. Not a problem. I was able to make it in my spare time before I came up. She's like, really? Yeah. R- r- you made it? Yeah. I'm not w- exactly wasting a lot of time with anyone else nowadays. Only your lovely ass company. You, you've got a, you got servants and shit, and you made it? Yeah. I don't believe you, because it tastes good. Oh. Well, you know, I can always count on your youthful optimism and your youthful uh, positivity and your youthful uh, enjoyment. Oh, wait. I guess, well, part of those aren't correct. Hey, B-Dude, did he just make an underhanded comment about my age? Yeah, 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 he definitely did that. <laughs> yeah, also, what what kind of meat is hey, this? I understand that you're going to end up with a good rank once this war kicks off, but I need to remind you that here in the City Watch, I still outrank you, kid. What what kind of meat is this? Uh, it's mutton. Oh, good, because I was worried it was dog. There's some good cuts. I'm just what I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, there's good meat on a dog. Dog's awesome. I mean, I I've eaten plenty of dog. That's why I was worried it was dog. <laughs> never you let me near my fucking dog. No. You, ha- have you never met an orc before? I we eat anything. With them. Linda Ooh, pipes up. Like, actually, here. I think it's goblins that eat dogs typically. Yeah. <laughs> What? I mean, sometimes you gotta eat a dog. I've eaten a dog. I mean, I ate rats when I was living on the street, but I leave the Oh, pump. man. Dude, you can get disease from that. Dog's clean. There's not enough meat on a rat for an orc, man. That's true, yeah. Why? Especially if you can get the little fat ones that waddle. Those Why? are the best. <laughs> At this moment, uh, Cat Commander, uh, or Captain John Finrowan shows up, and he's like, Hey, guys, don't mean to interrupt your lunch, but how about you get on that case that I told you guys about? Wants a oh. dog? How about right, you get on right. this, John? How about you get off my case? <laughs> I'm gonna dock you a day's pay, Block. Fuck. People are dying, if you don't remember. I mean... Yes, sir. And you guys kind of sober up because you realize that there is has been a strange case that you guys have been working on. There's been reports of women found mutilated. A couple people were attacked and left with gnarly wounds that were bled, and when Watchmen showed up in time, there was no sign of any attacker. The only reports that you've gotten back is a well-dressed person fleeing from the scene. The The wounds are wicked knife cuts, and he always likes to attack them from behind, often leading them to bleed to death alone in a city street. Dylan, this case, you've taken pretty personally, because it sounds familiar. Yeah, I wish Jay told me about this. What the fuck? Nah, man. Not everything gets a warning. What? Yeah, so Dylan, this is, Randall could be surprised. Dylan's been working on this all week. This is what's been taking up a lot of his time. Randall, this is your courtesy trigger warning for this episode. Um, Sorry, it was a little bit late. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I eating lunch? Why? (laughs) Because you've been at a standstill on the case. The truth is, is you've been working hard at it, and they've forced you to take a break. But you, you don't didn't take a break. Apparently, you made lunch because you had to keep yourself busy. I uh, keep my hands busy by cooking and stabbing. So, Bubba, I'm pretty sure there's a there's a Bible verse about that. <laughs> <laughs> Pain, cooking, and stabbing. Got it. Oh no, no, I meant like idle hands. But we your, can go with yeah. the painting, cooking, and stabbing one too. <laughs> the ones who, whose hands are busy in the drudgery of life, making the blood weep upon the soil. Is not fulfilling their duties to each other. Sabobos oh is not Cooking. in the scene. <laughs> what is happening? I'm parenting. I, I, I did ask for this. All right, so so John drops a, a, a file on your desk. He's like, hey, hey, uh, so Warnoff's already at the scene, but if you look in there, there's an address. We've got another victim. It's the third one in a week. Dylan, I'm taking my button. Are you fucking serious? Dylan grabs the folder and just walks off. Yeah, so you, your your little your little group, uh, Dottie's leading the way, and you guys find yourself at this crime scene, and there is a dead woman whose uh, her ankles have been cut. She has a slice across her throat and a look of terror on her face. And she's face down on the ground. You have to roll her over to see her face. Has scene been tainted? 
Uh, no, you're the only one who's really been pushing this idea. Because I do want to stress that uh, your concepts of a crime scene are very new age. And I think that we'll, we'll, you you are a very good investigator. We've established this. So I think they're new concepts that you've been ru- just fucking Considering my badgering people about. My investigation is currently a plus 12. Yeah, I think, and I think <laughs> that because of that, you're, 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 you are a good investigator. And this, these are new concepts, though, for a lot of the group. Like, I think it, uh... I think it would largely stem from Dylan's backstory. Dylan, of all people, would most definitively know that the devil is in the details. Like, a lot of people are just like, look for the dude with the bloody knife. But he's like, nah, man, I I make shitty deals with, like, the shittiest things all the time. Yeah, and there is definitely, at this point, you believe there is some sort of supernatural aspect to this, these murders. I'm going to start investigating the area and checking for residue, checking for maybe boot print, fucking okay. anything. Roll me an investigation check. Okay, Jay, fucking I used my one cr- <laughs> I used my one crit, so 32 total. What where where is this <sighs> All right, well, so here 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 it was not a wasted crit okay. because legit this was going to be very difficult. The point of this is that there's nothing. There's fucking nothing. But because you rolled so well, it is the lack of information that tells you a lot. This person didn't walk up to them. This person, like, appeared out of practically nowhere. There is one single set of boot prints near the body. There's no tra- There's no trace of tracks within 100 feet of this alleyway that she died in. It looks like she ran here and died here. It is, it is not possible... For a human being without magical talents to perform this murder. I'm gonna take out a parchment and get an exact size sketch of this fucking <laughs> boot print. Because I will hold it to people's feet whether they fucking like it or not. Alright, I'll just say you can do that. You're, you're a painter. I think that, that that's a very funny way to do it. But, uh, yeah. And uh, from there, I'm gonna store that. And I'm gonna look for... Let's see, scorch marks, because that's one way to teleport. There's lightning, mist, any form of... You know, as you look for that, and because you rolled a nat 20, there's nothing on the ground, and that causes your eye to go up, and you realize that there is a gutter that is askew. Hasn't been ripped off, but it catches your eye. Uh, I'm gonna try and climb up there. Alright, when you get up there, you find that there is a, a loose tile where this gutter's been deformed. Somebody... You would guess jumped, or, or yeah. They could so, have slipped here, or they could have used it to climb up. I'm going to check for any, like, freshly shifted tiles. Like, they wouldn't have, like, any, uh, like, too much damage underneath them currently. So I'm going to look around on the rooftop and see maybe if instead of teleporting, this person was just running along the rooftops. Yeah, I think, I think once again, because you're rolling nat 20, normally I'd, I'd probably make you roll a new investigation, but nat 20, uh, you fuck it, you find... Every little bit, there's a broken tile, this and that, which wouldn't be too weird. You know, broken tiles happen, but you're following them. You get this idea. Um, night is closing in, and it doesn't take long before you are following it, and your group is following along on the ground level with you, and you hear a scream. Uh, triple it's about 100 move. yards down down some streets to, to, to the west. Uh, <laughs> triple move. I'm, I'm hauling. Dottie goes, which way? That... And, uh, like, I point the, uh, to the direction and scream, go fucking that way. <laughs> all right. Dottie goes, all right, I'm going around to the right. She starts loading her crossbow block. I want you to take left. Cut around the corner. You We're off. It. We're off. I need you to just pull up the rear. Make sure he doesn't double somehow double around behind us. Uh, I'm moving on rooftops. So I can you possibly. are moving very quickly. Give me an acrobatics or athletics check to see how this goes. Uh, that's a 18 total. Okay. You come around uh, to the edge and you see a man dressed in a very nice coat similar to Grimm's. It is a dark gray color and he's standing in front of a woman who is cowering uh, and uh, she has a cut on her arm. And he says, come on, dearie, just give us another scream. That is uh, 25 to hit with a truncheon. Uh, you are on a roof, and he is on the street level, so I, are you dropping down on him? I'm gonna crown him. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, you, what did you roll? WWBD. Uh, 25 to hit. <laughs> what, what would Bruce do? This, I've actually crowned someone before in one of these alleyways. <laughs> I know, it was a similar, similar intro. It's how, your many times you, how many times are you crowning in alleyways? <laughs> Twice! 
fucking Dylan over here trying to be Batman. Here I am. Wham! Oh no, I don't say anything. I just hit a motherfucker. <laughs> Have babies in the hospital. Hey, I did that. So, uh... God damn it, bitch. Uh, armor class is... So, as you leap up, he's like, yes, give me a good scream for good old Jack. And you come down and you strike him for how much damage? Sneak attack. Go ahead. Oh, sweet shit. <laughs> Man, it's one of those times I wish I crit on this. Ah! 19 points of truncheon damage. As you make contact with the back of the nape of his neck, trying to go for an instant knockout, uh, you're, you feel it hit solid, and he lets out a, a, a whiff of air, and then immediately turns into a cloud of mist in a way that you've seen before, and he misty steps 30 feet behind you. It's at this time that Dottie and Block come rounding opposite corners at the other side of the alley. They're about 30 feet away. Uh, you are also 30 feet away. You have them cornered at the moment. Action surge. See, okay. WWBD. Uh, bonus action. Fucking. I'm gonna roll my thing. So insight versus his deception. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he has to roll deception against me. It's a contested roll. Uh, fuck. Where my dice go? Fuck. I need dice. That's a thing. He rolled an 18. Highest uh, roll I right. have all day. Uh, he actually rolled a 19. Total? Uh, no. It's a charisma, right? Yeah, charisma deception. So yeah, that'll be a 23. We match. I don't know who wins. I think he wins. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. I think uh, I'm going to give it to him. Usually it's a partial player, success. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I give it to player typically. Take it. Oh, sweet. Fuck. Yes. I'm going to hit his ass. You're yeah. welcome. I love you, Ryan. Hey, Jay. Places yeah. like this might be a kind of cool place to do the partial success type system. I like it. You yeah. succeed, but Narr- narrative things. I always try to push it. That way, you don't dick the player, but like you also don't dick the NPC. Yeah, it's one of the things that I've been adjusting. Is because I always want the action to move forward. I try to make some sort of success happen. Yeah, um, it's not always damage, but mm-hmm. Dylan with shield and truncheon drawn looks back at the woman, then looks back at the perpetrator of this crime, and jumps forward and strikes him with a twenty-four this time to hit. That's a hit. Oh, he's going to roll that sweet, tasty sneak attack damage again. And this is uh, 23 this time. Ooh, another good hit. Uh, Dottie comes around the corner and aims her crossbow. Uh, roll initiative at this point. It's important. I have a good initiative. I have a great initiative. Okay. What'd you get? 27. Damn. That alert feat, though. <laughs> um, we'll put it. Take another action, because technically you did just do, like, a full attack round during your surprise attack. So I think if you take one more action, we'll have rounded out to a surprise round and your full round, right? Sweet. Sure. I'll attack. Yeah. Uh, does 20 hit? Yes. Sweet. More sneak attack. 10, 14, 15, uh, 20 damage total. Yeah, you've landed a lot of attacks. Um, he squares up, because he rolled a 22. Let out a nice scream for me. Now you, sir, just do not know how to make a new friend, do you? And as he says the word friend, a wave comes out from him. Mm. And this guy has an ability call that I've labeled Beyond Charming. When using his charm person and suggestion spells, the targets have disadvantage on their saves. Everybody within 30 feet needs to roll a charisma save. (laughs) DC 16. Uh, not 20. I wasted it again. Fuck! (laughs) God! Yeah. Um... And then he immediately leaps up onto the rooftop. And as your eyes trail him, you see Dottie's crossbow bolt try to nail him and it misses. And you think that, okay, you'll go get him. But it's Block's turn and Block rolled a nat one. Block tackles you into the ground and says, why are you hurting my good buddy Jack? Can I roll a contest? Yeah. as you right. are, he's, he's trying to tackle you to the ground. Uh, 17. Uh, 18. As you get tackled to the ground, Dottie's like, Block, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Wernoff comes around the corner and sees what's going on, sees that the the perp has gone up, and decides that he's going to go help the victim. (laughs) Because up is not his strong suit. He immediately moves to the woman. Uh, It is your round. What do you do to disentangle from Block? I test the roll again, that's all I really... Yep, alright. 22 this time. That'll do it. You, uh, You sweep the leg. And roll him onto his back and pop up. Uh, what do you do with your move? Or what do you do with the rest of your turn? Uh, 
all the move I got left, essentially the bonus action, everything to try and catch up with this motherfucker. You just watched this man make a, a 30-foot vertical leap with no issues. He is on the rooftop. I am moving. I'm going up. You climbing or running alongside? What are you doing? Uh, going up. I'm okay. following. Make I'm not going to risk. Uh, uh, acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. It's your call. Okay, 16 then. Technically, whatever's better. Then, yeah, acrobatics. Okay, so what'd you get? 16 total. All right, you find yourself at the top. Uh, The amount of time it takes you to get there is not long, but you still see him at the edge of the far roof, and he turns, gives you a smile, and turns into mist and disappears 300 feet to another roof. And he gives you a a wave from far, far away. Uh... Dottie is straddling Block and slapping the shit out of him. (laughs) Fuck. She's got out Bruce's truncheon, and she's just whacking him in the side of the head with it. Wake the fuck up, Block. The dick. Yes. Well, all I can do is pursue. I mean... It doesn't take long for you to realize that you're not going to catch him. He's gone. Block and Dottie uh, catch up with you eventually, uh, and they're like, hey, hey, come on, man, he's gone. What's nearby, Dylan? Uh, You find yourself... Block. Punch Block. (laughs) Uh, you're on a roof. There's like a de- decrepit chimney. Truncheon in hand, just just pissed off. Truncheon in hand, just starts breaking that fucking chimney. Just pissed off. He'll pay for it later. He'll you show just that fuck- chimney who's boss. Just so mad. Bruce, you and Roy are uh, walking your dog. Good times. Yep. <laughs> so Bruce, um, Sabobos is there. How was hell? <laughs> Yeah, he kind of beat me to that question. I wanted to, you know, bring it up maybe a little more organically, but go ahead. <laughs> Roy is the uh, one talking about tact? Damn! It, Kendra did her job. Uh, Bruce just sort of stops and looks at Sabobos. Aren't you a damn paladin? Ain't y'all supposed to know all that? I know quite a bit, mostly on how to fight things from hell. That's that's kind of what we do. So y'all walk around um, telling people they're going to go to hell and you don't know what people are going to go to? Oh, we know supposedly what they're going to go to, but that said, a first-hand experience. That's something we usually don't have. Paladins don't usually go to hell. I mean, I understand that. <laughs> to be fair, I, well, well, I guess I did choose Paladins to. don't go to hell unwillingly. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. To be fair, I didn't go to hell unwillingly either. I just uh, made a tactical error. It's, uh... Tactical. It's real error. shitty, Sabobos. It's real shitty. Okay, so so here's here's a question. Did you bring some holy water? How how good was the effectiveness of holy water in a hellscape? <laughs> Sir, I had a silver stick and a whole lot of gumption. No, silver's good. Silver's a good option. Was it a pointy stick? Yeah, I... I on that line that you had the stick, uh, and I said that you survived in hell, I told you that there wasn't a hell of a lot of combat, but I do want to ask, how has Bruce's, how has, how, how has your look changed? How are you dressed? What's new? I mean, how long has it been since Bruce was summoned? Have uh, you gotten you, the heat tan? A couple days for this. Uh, so right now, Bruce is You were just, gone about a week and a half. Right now, Bruce is just back in, you know, uh, new clothes, actually, not his old clothes, because they were destroyed in hell but a new version of a boringly similar outfit. It's just a typical floofed shirt with pants. He's uh, not wearing his plate mail, but he does have his chain mail tucked under his shirt. And as he walks around, the, uh, the only noticeable change in his demeanor is that one of his hands never leaves the sword on his hip. Okay. Mm-hmm. You seem pretty tense there, Bruce. Are you expecting a fight? No, I, I, we're walking a dog. Why would I be expecting a fight? Your hands on your sword. Bruce looks down. And, uh, oh, uh, that that's generally good, you know, it, indication of the whole funny thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, Roy. I just uh, I'm still uh, still a little rough, I guess. Hey, why don't we like uh, go fishing or talk about anything else? But but hell, it's uh, it's real rough, and uh, I I don't. Uh, what what else you want from me, Pally boy? Yeah, I think uh, you and Sabobos probably fill him in on the current situation, right? Yeah. So, Bruce. Yeah. While in hell, do you get messages or do you like be told things? Sabobos, do you need to be told things more than once? I uh no, no, I I get where he's I get where he's coming from, Roy. He's a, he's one of them pally boys. He's got like angels and shit that talk to him. But no, I I don't. 
Right. I don't have none of that Seraphim messenger nonsense that y'all got, so I, I got, I don't. Okay, you, you know what then? I was uh, a bit preoccupied. Do you like beer? Silly we should question. go have a beer. Yeah, definitely we should go have a beer. I uh, prefer hard liquor, but if I'm being honest, that's mostly just for effectiveness reasons. So what bar does Sabobos take him to? The, 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 the orc bar? It doesn't matter. Oh, yes. Bruce is okay. already walking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on your way to the orc bar, you guys come across a press gang. You! What? Rit time, boy. You signed up for the army yet? Yeah. Paladin of Newman. Roy pulls out his fake. And uh, they sort of gather around you, and one of the dudes snatches it out of your hand. Um, and he gives it a look over, and he's like, says here your name is... What's the name on the writ? Oof. Ray. <laughs> I was trying to Raymond. come up with something stupid like that, but I like that. Yeah, it says Ray. It says Roymond. If you've been signed up for the military, then why do you not have a uh, your standard issue, boy? Because I'm not on duty right now? You've got one day. Okay. Zaft expects everyone who signed up to meet him outside tomorrow. Yeah. I know what your face looks like, boy. I'll be looking for you to be there. All right. Anything else? Yes, and he turns to Bruce. Goliath, where's your writ? I uh, haven't procured it yet. Uh, Commander Zaft sent me to speak with a physician on account of my old age and possible debilitations to see where best to allocate me. Besides, didn't you work for the city guard? Ray pulls question. out a second writ. Got a lot of fakes. I haven't handed them out yet. <laughs> Uh, Bruce, th- this is not a lie, correct? This is something that you probably would have dealt with if someone told you the situation? If Do I know the situation yet? Uh, it's up to you guys. How much of this is news? I think Granlin would have filled you in on something important if you were yeah. walking around the streets. Yeah, I, it's I like, by like the way, don't get, yeah, don't get caught by, by the press gang. By the press gang. It's like, hey, yeah, you're back, but uh, we're going to war, by the way. So as you delay and you kind of like give him that, that explanation that could be a lie, uh, it doesn't sound too plausible to him. He reaches, one of the guys reaches out to try to touch your arm, and he's like, I think you should come with us just to make sure you're not telling a, telling a lie. Bruce just takes a step back. I, uh, I, I just need to get to my physician, get my paperwork handled. There, uh, there doesn't need to be a problem here. Two guys step up. There isn't a problem here. You're gonna come with us, and they both put arms on you. Fuck yeah, up. no, I, I really wouldn't do that. It is already too late. <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. The first poor soul to lay a hand on Bruce probably catches an amount of surprise as a large open hand lashes out immediately and instinctively grabs him across the face. The force of which would have knocked him off the ground. I'm assuming he doesn't resist a grapple check of 20. No, he rolled a 5. He is picked up by the face, which is, I'm sure, quite unpleasant, and thrown back about 20 feet. At which point, Bruce reflexively bull rushes into the second man and brings him to the ground. On an attack of... This one he may have avoided. Attempts to bull rush him into the ground on an attack of 15. Uh, nah, these guys aren't exactly soldiers, nor are they kitted as such. They're toughs, but the first guy goes crashing into a merchant stall and it collapses around him. The other one is buried under you uh, to the ground and has his arms up in a please don't murder me look as he realized that the vaguely timid looking Goliath is nine fucking feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing where perception changes a lot. This guy's acting like a bitch. I'm not going to take him. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the, the leader of the group is going, get him, boys. No. Are we really doing this? I didn't think we were going to do this. The, the guy on the ground not? is not doing this. He has his arms up in a supplicant gesture, and the other guy who got thrown, he ain't moving. Bruce instinctively raises his hands in the double-fisted hammer crest over his head. His eye flashes red for a moment, and then he staggers to his feet and just sort of takes off. The head of this press gang kind of looks at you guys and his two downed men, and he looks to Roy and he says, I, I, I expect you that... <sighs> And he, he just, and then he, he nods at uh, Sabobo's fist, and he picks mm. up his buddy, and they go to try to see if their other friend's alive. Yeah, I'll be bringing that guy along, too. Is he okay? Uh, he's I'll unconscious. Lick, I lick my finger, not touch it to his forehead. May the light be with you. And small light shines, and he wakes up, and he's like, much obliged, Fist. Uh, we, we knew not to bother you. Uh, we apologize for the inconvenience. 
I, I, I've been here the entire time. I, Clue I next know. time. Clue next time. Yeah. <sighs> You're not in charge of signing people up for the army. No, no offense. And they shuffle off in bed. <laughs> As they should. Uh, Roy, you're alone with Sabobos. Bruce has run off. Um, you guys Bruce. hear the dull whacking of something being destroyed on a rooftop somewhere. Wacka, wacka, wacka. You think? Wacka, wacka. You think Bruce is cool? Uh. Probably not. No. Uh, He's been maybe, in hell. Maybe it we, tends maybe, to touch a person. Maybe not we really detecting the evil. Or a couple. Definitely a couple. In yeah. fact. We'll catch up with him later. Uh, let's go. I should read the good book to him. Probably not. Um, let's go. What the hell is that noise? What? I'm going to walk over to it. Or in the direction. What, the crashing? Sounds like a building falling down. Yeah, that's probably not good. Sound of bricks kind of falling off of a roof and hitting the cobblestone streets below. Yeah, I'm going to go walk toward the noise. Uh, you see Dylan in his watch gear at the edge of a roof just beating the shit out of a chimney and Fuck. raging. Fuck! Damn it! Uh. Uh, what's with him? I don't know, Sabobos. We just got here. I think that at this point, you probably, like, the truncheon has fallen out of your hand because it's it's hard to do that. It, it would make your it hand hurts lose my thing. hands. You fucking hit, hit a knuckle, you know, because every time you do that rage against an inanimate object, you end up hurting yourself. Mother... So, God. <laughs> hey, Dylan. Ah! Dylan. That house Hi. say something bad about your mom? What are you uh, doing? It, it, it's like, seriously, people people live there. Uh, Dylan. Dylan's his I name. Know, Dylan. I, I know, and I'll be paying for their new roof. Okay? <laughs> I think they need a new chimney. Why, though? Roy's asking the important questions. Important and, and, questions. And, and really, shouldn't you just use the money, like, to do a... I mean, I, great that you'll replace it, but really... Maybe, maybe like, he's renovating for Why don't you just donate... A, Did they hire you? Oh, that's a good point. He has a lot of jobs lately. He's, I mean, this is... For an old man, you are a humble person. You know, D- Dylan is kind of a jack-of-all-trades... Emphasis on Jack. You wanted that round table ribbing, right? And you got it. <laughs> As you say the name Jack, Dylan, how do you react to that? Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I look like I'm in a great mood. I forgot. I forgot I'm in a great mood. Thank you. You should totally be in a great mood. You haven't been in hell. Avil, oh, um, you think? <laughs> as they're as they're kind of talking, uh, right? Roy, yeah. As they're talking to each other, Avil in your head is like, Roy. Yes. I sense something. What is? There is another. There is another Faye around. Is it Grim? It's usually Grim. It is not. Then who is it? I don't know. Where? Um, it. He, he was in the area recently. I don't know. I got so fucking close. Dylan, are you? So? Are you looking for someone? Dylan just sits. Do they? Very do they happen to be a Faye? Oh, that makes so much fucking sense. Vil just said that she thinks there's a fae around. Yeah, that explains why they were dressed like fucking Grim. Are we? Sh- are we sure it's, it's not, not Grim? Uh, it, it is a manner of dress that is not like anything Griffinport people wear. Just FYI, that it, <laughs> I it is. I am essentially saying that it is a manner of dress that is f- popular in Valeria a hundred years ago. Um, explains why it looked like fucking God. Fuck. Really, the cussing. Really, uh, like oh. Go, go, you know, ah! you know here, here's the thing. Take two bricks, smash them against each other so you don't do any more damage. Take take your anger out that way. I, I understand the Fae being here is kind of a big deal, but are you? why are you actively looking for them, and how did you even know that one was around? Oh, because uh, the, whoever that fucker is has been cutting people up and killing them and leaving them to bleed and die to death in the almost exact fucking manners that my fucking kid died. So I'm sorry if I'm cussing. I'm so, sorry. If so I'm you're cussing. saying it's bad? Oh God damn it, Sabobos! Sabobos, please, just Dylan. Stop is helping Sabobos. Is it charisma? Your high stat. Come, Sabobos. Dylan, if you were to use detect evil, you would sense the lingering evil, much like Avil can sense the lingering. Dylan, effect. come down here. I have something. Oh no, no, you're right. I, I, I definitely feel lingering evil here. Dylan, I think I've got something that. Can wait, help wait. You. Step, step. You, you need to step a little bit to the right. Step, step more to the right. <laughs> oh, could you get out of the way? Because I kind of sense right. your evil. Dylan, come here. I think I've got something for you. <laughs> don't, don't, Dylan don't, don't, a- don't slip on the bricks. Dylan grabs a truncheon and hops down. Dottie and Block come around the corner. How do you hop down? Do you hop down successfully and safely? 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, so Grim because Grim, Big Daddy uh, Sabobos will totally catch you if you don't. Grim Grim gave me this a while back. Maybe it'll help you out with your investigation. What? What? Is, what? And I hand Dylan the hunter's helper. What is it? <laughs> it is a small statue uh, with movable joints. You might even call it an action figure. Uh, <laughs> fully posable. That looks like Grim, but you wouldn't know this, but it was a younger Grim. He's dressed in uh, full plate armor, spiked pauldrons, uh, a long sword on his back, and uh, his all of his armor is in fact black, and he's helmetless. Yeah, I was thinking of, I was thinking of using this for Bruce, but he's back now, so I guess you could use it. Avil says, oh, thank God we're getting rid of this garish thing. God save me from males and their need for their glory. I mean, it, it's kind of cool, though. Like, the freaking lake at the... He really liked batting it around. <laughs> Dylan takes the statue, nods in appreciation, but he's very angry, so it, he's having a tough time being positive. Yeah, Grim, Grim said it would, like, help you find... Like, whatever you're looking for. I, 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 I use this device with... The, ins- the instructions for use are to address it and then ask it to help you find something. Hunter's helper, please help me find my prey. The, uh, the hunter's helper immediately springs to its feet in your hand. It pulls out its longsword and salutes you with it. I salute back, motherfucker. It, it leaps down to the ground and turns around... And waves you to follow, and it, it sprints down the street. I look at Block and Dottie say, follow me, and I haul ass after. Hey, us too? Yeah, you too, come on. Let's it go waves stab it, something. It, it actually stops when Dylan catches up and looks at everyone. Let's go, Bobos. <sighs> Again with the running. Okay. <laughs> Poor plate guy. <laughs> so, the moment this thing kicks on, Grim, you feel a pulse, and you feel this desire in you that is an ancient and comfortably satisfying thing. A hunt is on. Uh, A feeling I've not felt in some time. Evan, uh, who's laying on the bed in the room in the Church of Moors with you, perks his ears up and he says, My lord. Evan, a hunt has begun. And uh, you feel the compulsion to go out onto the street and right as you come out of the Church of Moors, the party is running by. And you just get swept up with them. The helper immediately leaps into the palm of your hand. And the moment it touches you, you know where you're going. But you also know that there's one more pit stop that you have to make. Follow me. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys round a corner. And uh, Bruce, where were you heading? Bruce was in a corner crying. Uh, you guys <laughs> you guys find Bruce in a corner crying. The, the helper treat, is just pointing at Bruce and nodding. I'm going to treat you like you treated Dylan when he was Damon and sad. Get up. We're moving. Hey, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, all right. You up for a scrap? Uh, sure. You see, you see what is clearly defined as a smile across Grim's face. He looks up at you with a look that even though you... You know that it's just a skull. You know this is different. And he goes, join the hunting party, Bruce. It's time. So are you lit up right now? I imagine yep. you would be lit up. I imagine we're a full yep. glow boy. Make a... In everybody who's around Grim right now, make a wisdom saving throw. This is one of those not necessarily a bad thing. Nine. Sixteen. Um, to override your general uh, PTSD and anybody who rolled lower than a fifteen... That's your boy. It's not It's not so much like a loss of willpower, but it, you can feel the compulsion to join Grimm in this. It's like inspiration. Yes. In fact, there's a thing that I don't do. Mm. You guys all have it. Mm. Oh. Whoa. I'm officially handing out my first inspiration of game. Is he okay? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, Roy got a Bruce. seven. So let's go. Yeah. Bruce sort of fumbles around a little bit, and he seems uneasy with the idea. But uh, there's a, a pulse of his eye, and he perks up. Still doesn't say anything, but is obviously not resisting this inclination. Is Avil into this? Avil is this. reluctantly saying, but I have a plus ten to wisdom. Oh my god! No, 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 no! I I have a plus ten to wisdom. <laughs> oh fuck! Really? Yes. <laughs> Damn! 
Shit, my boy. That's plus five to wisdom. Yeah. Plus, look, look, look at this, look at this sheet, man. Fuck. I, I, I'm just, I'm just looking around, going. There's a weird glint in everybody's Does it need eye. Need to have a scrap. Yeah, I have a scrap. I don't have a scrap. I gotta have a scrap. We'll have a good Donnybrook. <laughs> I. They're gonna get all the hands, all right. Yeah, all hands throwing hands. We're going down the road because we know where to go. There get is this down. thing. All get hands down the road. scrap. I'm making it clear, by the way. I get this motherfucker. <laughs> I I get this guy. You can have your, you, you know, you can you, have your fun, but I get this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Block said he uh he made me fight for him. That's that was weird. Sorry about tackling you, Dylan. So, uh, Grim turns Grim turns to Block and goes, "Now you're on the party. You won't be fighting for anyone else." Uh, what? Oh, all right, cool. Uh, you guys come running around a corner and uh. There is a man dressed similar to Grimm, with strolling jauntily down the street, saying, Jack is quite the naughty lad, a foppish, rude, unwelcome cad. His face good and handsome, sure, but my intentions seldom okay. pure. As Dagger. two cobblestones go <laughs> flying past his head. <laughs> and, and, like, ninja running Roy and Dylan. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that you're not being stealthy you know, about we it. Talked about, we talked about this on the Facebook. Are you not throwing me? Yeah, well, fastball special, buddy. Nobody asked. <laughs> I didn't know I needed to. You know what it is. He's all about consent. Bruce has never picked you up without your permission. This it's is true. true. <laughs> so Bruce throws two cobblestones as soon as as soon as we come around the corner and we see him. Roll initiative. Uh, the 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 most gleeful expression crosses Grimm's face, and he draws his rapier slowly, or his cane sword out slowly, and goes. There's nothing I love more than a good hunt. 20. Damn. Nah. 11. 13. Grim just got like 30 like points. Like he's now honored in Stormwind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fuck. Uh, so what am I rolling, by the way? 15. Your initiative at the moment. Oh, yeah. my, my initiative, 23. All right. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, I only have plus one to initiative. I have minus one. As you guys come around the corner, his rhyme starts to make a little more sense. I'm Jack of Heel Springs, a jack of all things. Some call me things like Spring Heel Jack. Others, Jack the Ripper. Good God. Sense evil. God damn it. He's evil. Excellent. <laughs> uh, did, who beat a 16? <laughs> uh, I, I got 23. Not your boy. Nat 20. I got a 15. Okay. Uh... Insight versus his deception, Jay. Ooh, that's not a good roll. This time he only rolled a 10. Oh my, I got 20 total. I had 11 naturally plus 9. Hey, quick question. Do Grim or Avil know this guy? Yes. Oh, that's important. Uh, this is Spring Hill Jack. He's an autumn fay, but he's never really been much for the courts. He just likes to harm mortals. He's a simple fay, but you do know that he's old and pretty powerful. Jack. The deserter. I'm running up since I passed that. Since I passed that insight versus deception, I am fucking this guy up. I'm gonna. And I rolled a uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. That is 19 points of damage. Uh, all right. You notice that whatever damage he has taken seems to have healed from earlier. Oh. He takes 19 points of damage, and the moment you make contact with him, he teleports out of range again. This time, 40 feet away. Not a problem. He is currently a hundred feet from all other NPCs or all other PCs. That's what longbows are for. There you go. Because what? He's a hundred feet away. Halt! See. No. <laughs> never. And Avil, Avil, and Grim both know that. Yeah, yeah. No, this guy never, never fucking holds still. So total of twenty. Uh, that's it. So uh, Avil I... warns Roy in his head, just FYI, that this character is particularly. Slippery. It's hard to pin down. All right, so Bobos. All right. Like, oh, fine. Have this arrow. As I pull an arrow, <laughs> put it to my longbow, sit it down range. It flies through the air, smacking into him. All right, how much damage? Nine. Nine. This, uh, this hit strikes him in the shoulder, and he kind of just smiles this grin and uh, laughs at your nine hit points of damage. Really? That wasn't enough? Nineteen. That's another hit. Oh, three. 
three damage. There's another he, arrow. He's sails. laughing at your. He laughed at your nine hit points of damage. He practically jeers at your three. <laughs> Go right. This 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 guy is not getting it. This guy yep. is not getting. Uh, Jack runs forward. He teleports uh, right back in front of you, Dylan. What's your armor class? Eighteen. Actually, here's an important question: Is Dylan next to me? No. Okay. No, he, he is way ahead of everyone else, in fact. So he swings twice at you, only one of them strikes. Uh, it does nine points of damage. And that's not too concerning, except for he carries on past you about 60 more feet. And the wound that he causes isn't... It keeps bleeding. You now have bleed 10. Well, to start, I'm going to use unca- I'm gonna use uncanny dodge to round that down a to little bit. Four or yeah. five or whatever. Okay. The bleeding you cannot round down, and it starts. On I, I know, I know. That's that's why I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just take the uncanny dodge on this. Uh, Grim, he's now in your face. Uh, well, that's unfortunate, because I was preparing to hit him at range. Mister Grim, fancy seeing you here, sir. Ah, uh, you know I never did much favor you. Why? Too spineless. To involve himself in any real combat. So rude. And here I thought you were a gentleman. Mm, sir, no better gentleman. And I catapult my rapier at him. Oh, oh I don't okay. care how fucking far away he is. Oh, he's like he's only like ten feet in front of you. Okay, cool. I catapult my my cane sword at him. No scope. And and I cast Hunter's Mark before I do it. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be an extra D8 damage on top of the catapult, right? Right. I'm going to say that the hilt just fires out of your cane sword. Yeah, so it just fires out hilt first into his face. And then from there, it can be a cane, it can be the dancing rapier. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to do that. Hold on. I'm, I'm ensuring that the hunter's mark... The hunter's mark's going to add a d6 on top of that. Okay. So uh, it's... For the catapult, it's a dex save, apparently. I'm just rereading it. Oh, okay. Uh, 15. That... He does save. Is it half? Uh, it says on a failed save... The object strikes the target and stops moving. He succeeded. On a failed save, the object strikes the target and stops moving. When the object strikes something, the object and what it strikes each take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. So negates, I guess, even he though it doesn't He basically dodged the attack. Yeah. So what happens is, is it shoots out from your cane sword and then comes to an abrupt halt as the magic of the dancing rapier comes. And then it darts back at him. He okay. nimbly just dodges his shoulder out of the way. Well, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Roll for your sword. I'm gonna. Uh, ooh, that definitely hits him. All right. How much? Uh, His armor class is 16. Yeah, I rolled an 18 before any pluses, so it's gonna hurt him. So then, we add our D8 plus 5, which is 8, and then our D6. 9. Hits him for just 9. All right, 9 damage. That makes it Bruce's turn. Where is he in relation to me? Um, you're pretty. You guys were all more or less clustered together when you showed up and caught him. So he hit uh, Dylan. He, Dylan was in the front. He hit Dylan, zipped past, and he's in our he, grill. Yeah, right? Dylan is past him. He has moved past Dylan to get to the rest of you. He is at 10 feet in front of of uh, Grim, so he could, in theory, be 10 feet in front of you. All right. He has uh, he has done an err. Mm. Bruce is going to beat the shit out of this guy. That is Elo- the, uh, eloquent. The definition of my turn. Bruce yes. is going to beat this man a lot. So, uh, Bruce... Sorry. Magog's voice booms out, clarion, and echoes off of all of the structures, boosted by the thaumaturgy of his impressive visage and form. And he calls out, Kneel, filthy, fey, wretch! And Bruce moves forward the couple of feet that is necessary, and he strikes out at, uh, he strikes out at the target. His bare hands, carrying nothing but the stones he was getting ready to throw, alight with booming energy. And as the stones alight with booming energy, Bruce, who has activated Booming Blade, attacks <laughs> for 22. How the fuck do you ask? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Magog, bitch. Does a 22 uh, hit, not, I mean, honestly, technically, not because of Magog. <laughs> his, his flavor-wise, Magog. Stat-wise, because he feet. took a feet. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Booming Blade yeah. for... Did it be 16? 22 hit. Yeah. Is Booming Blade an attack roll or is it a save? It's, it's just hard. an attack with a carrier. As the glowing molten stone comes down upon him, Bruce bellows out again, 
I will destroy you. I will rend you from this world. And activates his bonus action for Hex. Okay. And the Hex, particularly from you, does disadvantage on everything against you, right? Strength. Disadvantage on all strength checks. Alright. So. Damage? The Glowing Stone deals 9 damage as it comes into contact with his body. The power of the Hex deals an additional 4 necrotic damage. Okay. And, uh, Bruce action surges. Okay. And he just does 2 more attacks. Okay. They both miss. Wow, okay. He is a squirrely little fuck. He dips and dodges and ducks and weaves like a prize fighter. Roy. So Roy was going to cast Phantasmal Force. Okay. What kind of save is that? That is a 16 int save. Avil warned you that all Fae have a resistance to magic. I mean, I'm Fae. Kinda. Not yet. Kinda. You're Fae molested. Yeah, that's Fae adjacent. You're not a real Fae. So no, is what you're telling me? You're Fae Fae, because Fae basically means slightly off. So you're, te- so you're telling me no. Sorry, cool. I didn't. I mean, you could do it. She's warning you that there's a good solid chance that he will resist. He's not immune. So what, does he have, like, advantage on that? Yes. Okay. Well, fuck it, I'll go for it anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... What's the save? 16 int. Int? Yeah. Oh, hey, that is not his best. I figured. 16 int, huh? He fails! What happens? Success. So Roy is going to conjure an illusion that looks like a very large ice ball and chain. I'm going to, and the manacles will be around his ankle, and they are ice spiked. Okay. So he thinks he can't move. So he thinks he can't move, and that is 1d6 uh, psychic damage, which he thinks is cold damage, and that's a 4. Okay. 4 damage. So he now thinks that he cannot move, and he's stuck. How long is the chain? Foot. Like literally, like a foot. foot. It's nothing. He's, okay. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Um, It is Block and Dottie and Evan's turn. Evan moves around to flank, comes in on his left side, rolls a couple attacks. One is a miss, the other is a hit. He does nine damage. Um, Block goes in for a scrap with his club, rolls utter dog shit. Dottie fires her crossbow bolt for crit. My girl. Solid hit for only seven damage, sadly. (laughs) Even with the critical strike. All right. It's the top of the round, Dylan. In the middle of him taking those several hits, he tries to bamf, and he moves a whole foot. So, fuck this guy as I, uh... That's the general consensus. Pull out the dagger. Okay. And light it aflame. Okay. Saying in common, stolen deeds, because I'm sending a fucking message this time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm coming for him. Okay. Uh, you can get there. Roll your roll whatever attacks you got. 22 to hit. That's a hit. And I, I'm going for whatever meaty bit I can get a hold of. So that is 22 points of damage. Poison? No. Uh, 22 points of damage. Oh, points of damage. Okay. And I, I assume to... I take the 10 from bleeding? Yes, you do. And you need to roll a con save. I'm good at that suddenly. Suddenly. Thank, yeah. Thanks to a recent item. 17 con save. You are no longer bleeding. One That's set. good. Okay. Um, so Bobos, he is within melee range at this point of anyone in the party. I'll throw from where I'm at. Is, is anything blocking me? He's kind of, he's he's in the scrap he's, at the okay. moment. You would have disadvantage on a range Probably attack Bruce, at this point. Then. Yeah, Probably a, a the raging line. Bruce. All right. Then I will. Oh, there's a plus two heavy mace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there it is. Oh! I, I dropped my bowl. It was in my cupboard. Pull out my mace and go. Enough of this. Oh, fuck! That was a lot of dice. Alright, so... Smite. One is a nat 20. The other is a 12. Plus 5, so 17. Okay. God damn it. That's a lot of damage. I'll wait for a second. Let me check his health here. Wait, hang on. Jay, did he move five feet? Uh, he <laughs> apparently could only move one, but he did try, so what's the damage? 2d8. Do it. Oh my god, am I glad I brought spellcasters, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, oh, I love Let's you see. Uh, 18 for... Damage? Yeah, 18 for... Make sure you add the extra die for... Yeah, you got, you got a crit. <laughs> I think if technically, I think that if it's a crit and you fucking... Smite, you add an extra dice for the smite, yep. too. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. Smite 
can be determined after the roll. Yep. yep. I don't think that that's okay. It is. Is it really? Yeah, no, it's kind of stupid. I don't think so. I I don't think you can double smite just because you rolled a crit. Okay, Okay, then it's 25 for normal dice, and then I will give up. I will smite on this. So I was for... Uh, Mitch, how much damage did you do with Booming Blade? Creative clipping! As he tries to step away, he moves the one foot that he believes he is allowed, and a bolt of lightning comes down from the heavens and deals seven thunder damage. Gotcha. I just wanted to know how much of this 25 hit points that he had left uh, was going to be all Sabobos. <laughs> the rest of it. All of it! Just all of it. You know what a bitch this is? Let me, let, did you roll less than an 18? Oh god, no. On damage Just Sabobos? normal, normal yeah. damage is 25. Subobos comes down with, uh, with the mace and just strikes him in the chest, dropping him to the ground, uh, in front of all of you, and he's still alive for cinematic effect, but you guys are standing over him fucking, uh... So are you, are you telling me that Subobos rolls up with his mace... And casts locate ground. <laughs> yes, and he found it. And it just so happened to be through Jack. You know what sucks about this? I pre-rolled my dice. This is why I hate Sam. Dice. On just my fucking the rapier alone, I rolled seventeen, and I still had a spell I was gonna cast. Bruh. Yeah, I, I had a twenty-two point hit coming as well. This guy is not a major villain. He's just strong enough to. Give you guys a scrap. And he is currently has his hands up and he's going, Avil, lass, remember all the good things that I sent you away. All the death. Avil says, I never liked my job, Jack. Unlike you. Dylan, end it. So, uh, Dylan, it, if you guys watch MMA, he takes a <laughs> top mount. <laughs> uh, I do not watch MMA. Could you please explain to me a top Basically, he, puts a, he sits on his stomach, puts a knee on either side, and pins him essentially to the ground and puts a hand to his fucking throat. He, pl- he plants the dagger in the ground and looks at him like, how long have you been fucking killing people? I always pegged Dylan as a bottom. Uh, he looks you dead in the eye. Why such a... Why the hate, boy? I don't even know you. I, pun- I punch him across the goddamn chin. It's like, why, why the hate, boy? I don't even know who you are. Did you ever kill an orc kid? Uh, I mean, typically I don't go for children. Half orc. Ladies are more my thing. I'm punching him. Been here a week. Finish it, bitch. Jay, Jay, Jay. I throw a cold iron net over him. You sn- On top of You me. sniveling, weakling, poor representation of our kind. Yeah, he's not gonna bamf out. And zone of truth. Zone of truth. He, you believe everything he's saying. He's only been here a week. He's never killed a child in the city. It's like, really? Who sent you here, Jack? Nobody sent me. I just came through. It's happening nowadays. It's fun. Dylan looks really defeated. Oh, what's the matter, little boy? Not getting what you want. I force his jaw open. Okay. Like, hand in his mouth, like... And cut out his fucking tongue. Okay. Uh, the act of that is gonna put him over the edge. While you saw how his tongue, he dies. Uh, and he kind of turns back into like a fey goo. Tongue has been cut out, and he's, you, he's, his his life essence is going away, and he's fading out from underneath you. I pour a potion down his throat, and then I look him in the eyes and say, "You die when I let you die." and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, 
are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash torchlittavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.